Hello, everybody. I am Chineo Bonke. I play for the Los Angeles Sparks of the WNBA. I also work on ESPN, NBA Today, and also NBA Countdown. And I'm so excited to be here with someone that I like to call my friend, but he has so I many. Am. We are friends. We are friends, yeah. But I was saying, like, we truly are family through hoops. But nonetheless, you guys know the titles, which are so impressive. It's that lyric of, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business no. man. That is Mr. Rich Paul, CEO and founder of Clutch Sports Group, and also head of UTA Sports. And the list goes on and on. Now, Thank we, you. we know you have game off the court. Before we start, I was just curious about your game on the court, because you know I'm a hooper. What kind of hooper were you? Or are you? Let me not well, put you well, in retirement. Well, let's just say... I'm a state champion. Let's start there. But I wasn't the best player on my team by far. I was a good star in my role, which, which matters when it comes to winning. So, But I was a pretty decent hooper. I wasn't nowhere near at your level, but um, it worked out. Well, we have the same amount of rings, so you can flex on that. But I love that star in your role because we're going to talk today about how the sports media landscape has truly evolved. And for you, you've truly been, I'm assuming, let me not like stereotype you, but you're point guard, right? Guard, shooting guard. I was a guard. I was a guard. Okay, guard in general. Yeah, I was a guard in general, yeah. Combo guard. I can really shoot it. Okay. Oh, okay. I can really shoot it. All right. You like got NBA shoot it. Okay, NBA range. Yeah, that's what I'm Tristan, talking about. Tell you. Oh, my my coworker uh, Tristan. Or RJ will tell you too. It's fine. RJ will he? No, you know RJ will. He's a hater. But he is a hundred percent a hater. We're talking about Richard Jefferson, one of my teammates at work. But it's really great because talking about you being a combo guard, but also point guard, it seems like you've translated that to business and everything that you've done. You're so great at assisting others, throwing dimes to your clients, your clients from the likes of LeBron James to Juju Watkins, a phenomenal young female basketball up and comer. Which, by the way, happy. National Women's Day. Let's get it. Yeah, happy National Women's Day. Let's get it. And so I work on sports media. You have some of your clients positioned within sports media, and you've seen the evolution of it over your 20-year-plus career. So starting with that, what do you make of where the sports media landscape is today? Uh, I think it's an unbelievable spot. You know, obviously it's become a, a, a platform for athletes while playing and then I actually post career and I think it's a comfortable place for the athlete to transition out of their you know professional career they're still around the game they can still still talk the game it still gives them that in the locker room kind of feel which I think when a guy retires or a, a, a young woman retires I think that's the thing you miss most right that the bus rides the plane rides to in the locker room just that team camaraderie and so to be able to uh, be on stage talk the game and then now it's it's become a thing where brands are aligning with you guys because you're on TV all the time mm. You're out of trouble, you know, you're, you're, um, it's, it's just a good partnership. And I think you've learned how to become a great partner. And I think people, while playing the sport, ego leads everything, right? And so it's like, it's about me. But when you're talking about brands and you're talking about the athlete, post-career, they become better partners. And so it's been great. It's been something that I've been pushing our guys to do while playing the game. And, you know, there's very few guys that are comfortable speaking in front of a, a, a crowd and definitely on TV. And it's not as easy as it seems, but it's been good. I'm, I'm happy to see it. And, you know, you can make, you're making real money. So 
Get into that. Yeah, so. I know it's very different. Uh, your experience, a lot of your guys are making multi-millions of dollars. For me, doing it concurrently, my agent Allison Gaylor is here. We sort of started uh, that in 2014, 2015, playing the game and doing it. And it's so amazing to see how many other athletes are doing that now and owning their space. And I really give a lot of credit you know, to you and your brand as well for pushing, whether it is Clutch Sports Group or UTA Sports overall, that notion of being more than an athlete. Like you have more to offer than just the statistics and so how have you seen that evolution happen well they put this big emphasis on player empowerment and i like to use the other e-word which was player education mm. right and so you have to be educated on the business of sport all the 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 revenue streams around it how it works and then again find your lane and then become a star in your role right and so we've seen that evolution we've seen guys make a ton of money not necessarily finish and have a ton of money and so i try to get it we as a company try to get ahead of the curve and helping these guys understand that there's multi-faceted um layers of opportunity out there and start now you know whether it's coaching whether it's um you know television broadcasting whether it's diversifying your portfolio from a business perspective but don't just don't just use your summers to 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 gallivant around, you know, and spend, and spend dollars. You know, it's like, okay, you got you got two weeks. What do you, you know? Let's go up and meet uh, with Salesforce. Let's go up and meet with Andreessen Horowitz. Let's go and let's, you know, we're right here in L.A. If you just go to Beverly Hills Hotel, everyone in every business is having a tortilla soup. At, <laughs> you know, it's like, so let's, that's let's, hilarious. I'm just saying, it's like, I feel exposed. You are exposed. Top salad and tortilla soup for going. That's my go to, too. Oh, but, and on a Palmer. But I'm just saying, it's like, so let's, let's, let's play that game as well. So trying to help them understand how to play the game within the game. And I practice it because for me, it's always been about not wanting to be boxed in you know they tell me i, I gotta sweat this ad week so i got to sweat you know, this ad week right um, and so but I, I try to continue to evolve and and, it, and i always uh, tr push my guys for that don't become complacent and also the, i think the biggest thing is don't get comfortable in having a lot of money because the mind has to continue to grow and you know i, I love ducktails as a kid i used to watch ducktail all the time <laughs> And if you just sitting on your money, eventually it's going to dwindle, you know. And so just try to continue to educate them and those that want to be educated. Everyone doesn't doesn't want to be educated. And some people get very content uh, within the walls of success. And I think um, that's a big mistake. Yeah, I think it's your mindset that is contagious. And I really love that notion. We talk a lot in sports media about player empowerment and the implications of that largely at the hands of this guy empowering his players. It's called player care for me. You I love care. that. Yeah. I'm stealing that. But I do care love Care over commissions. Oh, care over commissions. All right. Yeah. I'm a, oh, that's, that's, that's important to really see the humanity yeah. in the athletes and the decisions that they make, not just professionally, but also personally. And everything that you do has a personal touch. And that goes back to the mindset. But that 
that notion of education is really cool to me because I think people are starting to realize that we are more than what people expect. I know it's funny, we're talking about sports media and the traditional you know, way of sports media is like, maybe it's, oh, we got this news from Woj according to Agent Rich Paul. But you are also a part of sports media because correct me if I'm wrong, you, you had your own show, Clutch Sports Academy, right? But, yeah. And that was, yeah. that was a unique way of telling the story of what you do and being a part of the narrative as well. Yeah, we create, well, I wanted, with the Woj and Shams and all the, Chris Haynes, all the situations, I wanted to go, I was tired of guys being a source. So I'm like, you know what, forget the source, I wanna go on record. And now you see all these guys going on record. Woj has actually used it as a bait, like, if you give me the information, I'll put your name on, which I told him that's great, you know, just send me a, you know, Take me out for lunch or something. Yeah. <laughs> I won't send you a fee for that. But nevertheless, I think the Clutch Academy aspect of it came from me tired of doing PowerPoint presentations and 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 really showing, okay, this is what we do. So we'll do a PowerPoint, CAA does a PowerPoint, WME does a PowerPoint. You don't know who's telling the truth or not, right? So you know what? Let's pivot and let me show you exactly what we do. And now when they tell you in the meeting what we don't do, you can see for yourself what we actually do. And so it was just, and then I thought it was a way to give um, the viewer and the client also uh, a different, tell their story, kind of give some insight on who they are. You'd be surprised how many people that don't really watch sports, but watch that show. They love a Moses Moody. They rooting for Moses. They don't even, they didn't watch him in college. They love, you know, a BJ Boston, unfortunately, with, and so that year we did that, and we actually may bring it back this year. It was just a test run. It was great. Uh, we may do it on a different platform, but just again, thinking of different ways. Darius Baisley internship at New Balance, you know, just thinking of different ways to continue to evolve our business and also making sure that the so called competitors. You know, have to do as they say. And since you mentioned competitors, you and Clutch Sports Group decided to partner in 2019 with UTA. Yeah. What prompted that decision? I think, um, again, not just resting in in your success and realizing that you know you have to continue to grow. And for me, it was I never wanted to be in a position where someone asked me for help and I didn't have the help to give them. I had to go around and make it, now I can get it done, don't get me wrong, but we have a lot of allies, but I wanted a true partner, someone that we can integrate and grow. And so uh, aligning with UTA was, was great for us. You know, when I spoke with Jeremy, he just had a sense of like, okay, he's, he's not above the business. He's not trying to get out. He's not, he's, he's actually in it, he actually cares. And I think we needed that. And there's only two ways to grow, either through expertise and experience or go out and raise money and then go and find the expertise and experience. And it was already here, so it made sense for us. And they didn't have sports. And the one thing Jeremy talked to me about, he didn't mention you know, the clients. He said, how do you see the business? Where do you see it going? And how can we be of help? And so it was easy for me. And clearly UTA has a plethora of resources outside the lens of what is traditionally known in sports. Yes. How have you and your clients tapped into that? Oh, I mean, every which way. I mean, we're doing everything from 
booked. Like, I mean, Drake. I mean, we, I don't know how much I can say, but definitely <laughs> all the say all the all the resources here we tap into. You've seen guys be in movies. You've seen guys on television with you. Um, we're our ventures group is great, and so there's a lot of different components now. There's going to be very, I mean, the GM deal that you see LeBron that came through uh, our our marketing department here. And, and that was just, I saw an email and I'm like, wait a minute, GM, I called, I think it was maybe Julian or Dave, one of them, or if not both. And they were like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And then it just kind of tr- transpired. But that's because on the UTA side, we represent GM. I don't know if they remember the Hummer that LeBron had in high school. And so it was just a genuine thing and they made it make sense. And so it's been able to come through on all those levels. There's very few guys that's going to need every toy in the toy box. But, you know, I was sometimes you just flip the toy box over and decide Absolutely. what toys are in there to play with. And, and that's what, how I view our relationship in terms of just an unlimited amount of resources and then being able, being able to cross market as well. See, I'm glad we're family because I didn't tell you that I drove a Hummer too. My agent's here. You guys are friends. Oh, we got it. Maybe you can hook me up. Listen, they're coming. We, 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 I'm, you know what? You can take my place on the list. You look better than me. In it. I'm going to shamelessly tell y'all that when I was in Connecticut hustling for the WNBA, I drove for four years the Connecticut Sun wrapped Hummer um, 50 miles up and down to ESPN. People are like, oh, Janae's here from like the fifth floor building. That's actually smart. Just to save a dime. And now hey. I drive a Mercedes. Yay. There you go. Okay. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, but I love all brands. All car brands. Okay, guys? Uh, but, but, you know, we started this conversation talking about sports media. And in your 20-year career plus, how have you seen it evolve when it comes to streaming? Because streaming is a beast that everyone's trying to conquer. Yeah. You know, sports media has changed so much. First of all, sports is 24-7, 365. People think, oh, the NBA season is over. Or w- no. The season never ends. We're always on. And as far as streaming goes, I think today's kid has two things happen. Streaming and obviously betting. But today's kid has a favorite player. We had favorite players, but we also had favorite teams. And there's only a few teams that came on TV. And if you obviously most of us didn't have cable, so you had to watch who was on. Yep. <laughs> Today is different. Kids want to watch the highlights. Kids want to watch the, the, the part of the game that matters most, you know. And, and so you get that update, the Warriors versus the Celtics, five minutes to go. They, then they turn the game on. So I think it's continued to – oh, and one really important thing it's done is it's made our game global mm. in a very, very meaningful way, which – the true world champion is still yet to come in terms of having a team in Paris or a team in London and, and trying to I don't know, travel is Mexico City. I know the league is talking about this, and it can't happen fast enough. It definitely can't happen without the streaming um, aspects of it. And with our new TV deal coming, you're going to see the likes of a Hulu or Amazon really bidding for the NBA because it's not there yet, but it's starting to be a global game um, in a very, very rapid pace. And so I welcome it at the same time. Um, I, I don't think, I think from a marketing perspective, I don't think the athlete really understands it. It's diluted the, the partnership and it's basically 
um, became a one-off environment as it pertains to off-the-court opportunities. Yeah, I think I'm starting to understand it more and more. I'm Nigerian-American, and you talk about the global game. I think basketball fans are getting it, too, because they're now saying Antetokounmpo's, they're saying Siakam's, they're saying, oh, yeah. you know, names that are not necessarily... Uh, yeah, you know, Coloco. From yeah, Coloco, exactly. And also, the NBA has, you know, their first league outside of the U.S., the NBA, and that's the Basketball Africa League. So they know something is brewing that's bigger. I mean, we've been having so many global games, but something bigger is brewing. And I, I love that point about the streaming as well, that fans across the globe can be a part of the narrative. We've gone to Abu Dhabi how many times already, and they're going back. The USA team is going to Abu Dhabi. So I want to be on yeah. that trip. <laughs> I want to be on that trip. All my friends are like, shop there, shop there. I'm like, oh, when I get the time. But, um, you know, when we think about how fans consume sports, what about you? Like, how do you consume your sports? Because you sort of have to always be watching it. I mean, I don't know if you even like watch it for fun or if you're watching it for feedback because we were talking about some of the people that I'm teammates with on TV. You're like, okay, he has to be better here and this and that. How yeah. do you consume sports and how do you see it moving in the future? Well, when I'm watching, I'm watching a different game than most people for sure. I'm watching like three, four games at one time too. Um, even when I'm at a game, I'm watching a game. Sometimes I was actually watching a game at the Grand at the Grammys too. But I, I said I was going to do that prior to. You're doing smooth it. with it. But you know, it's, you're never off. And so when you love the and I love the game. And so when you love the game, you, you're talking to clients. And you know, I'm not a stats agent, so I'm not just looking at the stat sheet and saying, "Oh, you had a good game." No, we know, and our team know. You know, if you cl didn't close out properly on a certain play, you came off this pin down the wrong way. We know stuff like that. We beat you ourselves know. up, yeah. Yeah, and then also watching you guys, understanding. You know, I'll text somebody in real time and say, "Nope, that's wrong," you, you, or. If I hear a topic coming up, give uh, you know bullet points on, on, on that topic. We need to have that relationship. This happens, y'all. I'm on air, yeah. NBA Today, 12 noon, and they're like, so I'll, I'll look at you know one of the guys' ranch perk, and they're like, his ranch. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you got to get but it right. But that perspective is so valuable to us because yeah. it keeps it authentic. And it's not a puff thing. I just want you to have the facts. Yep. If my guy is in the wrong, he's in the wrong. But I hate for something to be said that's not. That's not accurate. And I want you guys to, to have the information because hopefully, you know, we do represent. I'm sorry, Allison, but we, we bring Allison too. But <laughs> we represent broadcasters too. So we're going up to You represent everybody. Yeah, I mean, listen, we got to make it work. So I want you guys to be in a position of leverage when you when you renegotiate those deals. And we appreciate yeah. that. Those those communication pathways, I think, are the reason why our show is successful because we go straight to the source and we also talk the athlete perspective. And I think that's because you're an athlete yourself. You get it. Yeah. You get the impact of things. But since you are talking about, you know, me in the lens of women that also occupy spaces by being on TV, let's talk about the court because you also represent women's game. Um, yes. How has that transition happened for Clutch Sports Group, and then where do you see the power and potential of that? Because I already know it, but yeah, I, I'm but the, curious. The women's side is so fun. Like you guys are like fun, a lot of fun, <laughs> you know? and it's cool. Um, I am going to make a few, few games this year. I, I didn't get a chance last. Better. Year. They got on me about that, which. <laughs> but um, I would love to see the women ga women's game grow in all aspects. Obviously, I know you guys are fighting from a transportation perspective, but also a pay perspective, and and a prioritized perspective to me because I think that um, I think the women's game is more detailed and definitely more fundamentally sound. You guys play the game the right way. 
from high school to college to pro much better than the men. It's less, I don't know if it's less, because I don't know all of them, but I, I imagine it doesn't seem as if it's as ego-driven as the men's it's game. It's not. Right. But it's fiery, though. And so I, I think that if we can figure out a way to allow you guys to um, obviously make more money, but also just just have the resources to where health and travel and, and all those things are, I mean, what happened to Brittany is because she had to go over there to play to make more money. And so, you know, if we can prevent those type of situations by adding uh, value and importance to the, to the women's game, that would be great. And that's why it's care over commission because yeah. the spaces you occupy and the platform that you have, you've allowed so many others, I guess as Hooper say, everybody eats. If you got game, you got game. So on that note, I appreciate that answer, especially in honor of International Women's Day. But my final question is, what's next for Clutch Sports Group and UTA Sports? Uh, a lot. I mean, we're, we're, we're really busy in the acquisition space. Um, obviously, we want to keep growing the ecosystem of, of sport. Uh, from overall company perspective, you know, Clutch Sports Groups, you know, it's representation. So our focus is going to always be trying to champion uh, people, uh, grow young people, give them um, opportunities, you know, to provide programs in which they can develop. Because people think, oh, I got my agent license, I'm an agent. That's like amateur hour one yeah. on one. Sure. <laughs> uh, and so have to kind of develop develop uh, those people that, that really want to embrace it and um, you know continue to get into other sports we'll, we'll do that um, content obviously that's been king going into that space as well I don't know if you know but we did like the Bulls patch the Rockets patch uh, the Dallas Wings and so continue to grow out that space as well uh, coaching it's something that we currently have. I don't know if you know, we represent like Nick Nurse and Ty Lue and Chauncey Billups. I knew that part. Okay. okay. Um, as well as GMs and, and things of that nature. Um, and then, you know, football has been great. We had Jalen Hurts this year and Devontae Smith playing the Super Bowl. Um, we This year we could have the number one pick in the NFL draft this year. Uh, we've had a top three or top five, no, top ten pick in consecutive years, if not multiple, right? And so that's been great. Just continue to stay focused there, but then from a big picture perspective, just acquiring companies um, in all aspects of, of sports. I think sports is one sector of business that's kind of recession-proof. You know, even in COVID, sports kind of kept the world True. on its axis. And so uh, we want to continue to double down there. And so uh, it's been great, the partnership, I'm fully integrated, uh, you know, uh, now, and so the partnership alongside of UTA has been great. We definitely picked the right team, team, teammates, and so we'll continue to be a united front in that perspective, and uh, just you know, try to do things the right way. Don't be silly with our approach, or, or just like um, really be strategic with it, but be aggressive at the same time. You know how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that yeah. sports being a vehicle to keep the world on its access. Ladies and gentlemen, CEO, founder, Clutch Sports Group, and also head of UTA Sports. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Okay, that's the